welcome to another episode of the Collapsing Game Shelf Podcast, a podcast by a group of mayors with way too many board games. I'm Tom, and I'm joined by... Ayers! That's awesome. I I didn't. I was trying to figure out what we actually were in this game, but mayors makes a lot of sense. I'm Mayor Adam and Debbie. No, Debbie's not a mayor. Apparently, I'm not a mayor. what? No, we're a group of mayors. Oh, of course okay. You are. Okay. You know all that medical terminology, so you're like <laughs> you're like, yo, I'm the, the mayor, the medicine mayor. <laughs> of medical town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. This is a board game podcast where we play games in our collections most of the time and uh, talk about them. And this is, uh, oof. And uh, today we are talking about Machi Koro, a game from uh, a while ago uh, that we uh, picked up and played over uh, over the internet because we tried. Look, we tried. We tried to play uh, Cosmic Encounter and it did not go well, Enterprise. It was a absolute tire fire disaster trying to play that game online. So we'll have to shelve that one for and later. this was the paid today one. today we're talking about Machi Koro. The paid one on Steam. The one they want you to spend money on. It might have been me. I don't want to like totally shit on the thing or whatever, but like I the, none of the mods worked and then we tried like getting the paid one and like tried the 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 scripted mods with that and then that also didn't really work all that well and it was really laggy and not very fun so we were like, you know what, fuck it. So we tried we tried this instead. And people wonder why 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 we go to Steam Workshop for a lot of the mods as opposed to spending $10 on a mod that just doesn't seem to work for one reason or another well i mean like it was like i don't know like the the thing that i bought i think is the assets and it connects up all the other mods so like we tried one of the scripted mods but it requires the the paid one to work is very weird anyway i got a refund so we're all good (laughs) and we played machikara which is a delightful little game about uh building a town it's a delightful little game about building a city but underneath it is actually just a slot machine and it's one of my wife's favorite games so i do own this one um and uh for the life of me could not find the box so i'm reading off of board game geek here so i've got the uh the description from board game geek for machikaro here welcome to the city of machikoro you've been elected mayor congrats unfortunately the citizens have some pretty big demands jobs a theme park a couple of cheese factories and maybe even a radio tower a tough proposition since the city currently consists of a wheat field a bakery and a single die armed only with your trusty die and a dream you must grow machikoro into the largest city in the region you'll need to collect income from developments build public works and steal from your neighbors as coffers just make sure they aren't doing the same to you machikoro is a fast-paced game for two to four players each player wants to develop their city on their own terms in order to complete all the landmarks under construction faster than their rivals on their turn each player rolls one or two dice if the sum of the dice rolled matches the number of a building that player owns they get the effect of the building in some cases opponents will also benefit from your dice then with money in hand a player can build a landmark or a new building ideally adding to the wealth of their city on future turns the first player to construct all of their landmarks wins that's the best description i've heard in a long time like for, <laughs> yeah. for back of the box descriptions or, or what have you that one was actually really well done like I think I think I almost have to adjust my score a little bit to accommodate for how <laughs> how excellent that uh, that description was. There you go. This bad boy is going to get like a point two bump on the scale True. for uh, for having a good description of board game geek. I don't think it's that verbose on the actual back of the box. That's fair. 
I'm kind of scrolling through images here now. It's not a very like it's 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 not a very complicated game and it has more like it I think it comes in a bigger box than is strictly necessary, so I could be completely wrong on that and maybe it just does have literally the entire game on it. Um <laughs> but yeah, it's a very simple game where you uh in the base game you what you do is you have all these different cards They've got numbers on the top, uh, which correspond to like what die roll needs to happen for it to activate. Um, they come in different colors. They come in blue, green, and uh, red and purple. Uh, blue cards, you can get the benefit anytime you anytime anybody rolls the die and gets that number. Uh, green cards, they only happen on your turn. Uh, red cards only activate on other people's turns, so they're usually the ones where you're just like going in and stealing coins from people. And the purple ones generally are like the weird ones and they usually happen on your turn but they let you affect everybody or do weird things like swap buildings out and stuff so yeah the the flow of the game is pretty pretty straightforward you've got these uh different cards uh you you stack them in piles so that like all the like all the wheat fields are in one pile and all the uh cheese factories are in another pile and they've got like numbers on the bottom left hand corner which tell you how many coins you need to be able to build it everybody starts with four landmarks that are flipped over at the beginning of the game and that is essentially your goal so they have numbers on the bottom left hand corner as well which tell you how much they need uh to be able to flip them over and build them as well as they have their own like passive bonuses so one of them lets you like roll one or two of the dice that are in in front of you in the board. When you first start, you only get to roll one. And so this will let you get to those higher numbers, like things like the mine or the forest and stuff like that. On your turn, you're going to roll one or two dice, depending on whether you're able to. So in the first, like, I don't know, 12 rounds or whatever you're going to be rolling, you're going to be rolling one die. And you'll you'll look at that and you'll say, like, does this have a one on it? And if it has a one on it, you're probably going to get a buck from your wheat field. And that's great, except everybody else is also going to get a buck from their wheat fields, which is fine because everybody needs money eventually. Then you're going to decide what kind of upgrades you want. So you'll go look at all the stacks and decide which ones you can afford, which ones you want to buy stuff for. Uh, you'll buy something and then you'll pass the turn. And that's what you do for basically the whole game. Like the overview is basically that it's like you're you're trying to decide whether you want to build up so that like one number gives you a shitload of money or if you're just trying to like like play the odds and like get a little bit of everything and hope that in aggregate you're going to get a lot of money. So in general, it ends up being kind of like a slot machine because I think everybody just really likes winning big on one number because it's the most fun thing to do. And usually it works out. So um, you do that until you get to be able to build all of the different things that you need in the four landmarks. As soon as you build the fourth landmark, that's uh, that's it, right? The one piece of complexity in this game is the activation order. So uh, the activation order is such that like anybody that has red buildings, they go first. So if in the event that like I roll a nine or a 10 and Adam has a red, I will be giving him money. If there's multiple people that happen to have red cards, you actually go in reverse turn or, uh, reverse turn order. So if play normally goes me, then Debbie, then Adam, um, then Adam will actually be able to get coins from me first. Then Debbie might be able to steal from me second. That means that if I only had one coin and Adam gets all of my one coin, Debbie doesn't get to take anything yeah. from me. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, from then on, you activate your uh, blue and green uh, cards, and then finally the weird purple ones, which do a bunch of weird stuff. So those kind of throw a bit of a wrench and everything, but they're usually pretty expensive. So it's not uh, 
not pretty often that those things happen. Um, and yeah, this is important because like it also um, encourages you to spend all of your money rather than hoarding it because if somebody next to you is sitting there with 18 family restaurants, you, you, you're running a real risk of just having them take everything from you, which is not great. So uh, that's kind of the only thing that is really uh, worth mentioning in terms of the complexity. Really, the game is just building up your little town hoping that you uh, hit the right numbers on your die, and just, like, when that happens, you just get this shower of coins <laughs> thrown on you like you're at some sort of, I don't know, weird concert. Viva Las Vegas starts playing, and... <laughs> yeah, somebody's just shooting dollar bills at That's you. That's awesome. A great feeling. Uh, game's very quick. Yeah, game's very quick, like 30 minutes on the outside. Um, usually it's pretty pretty fun. It's pretty simple. Yeah, it's nice little game uh what do you guys think it is a nice game it's a it's a little it is very simple uh when you're playing with the base game and you'll notice after you play it for a few times that there is you know there's a couple strategies that that just tend to net positive you more than others like like there's a couple very very strong strategies to the game and then there's the rest so um <laughs> it this game definitely benefits from, I believe it's called the Harbor expansion. Um, yeah. And that, the Harbor expansion brings in more different building types, but it also, instead of just having them all laid out in a, in a tableau, uh, think of it like um, Dominion style where everything's just there. Right. And there's just stacks of them and there's X number of them. So maybe there's there's 10 of each card or something like that. And then basically, as soon as those 10 have been purchased, well, then then it's gone. Then you can't get it anymore. Uh, but the problem is, is, again, you're kind of racing to these specific strategies and you're trying to like, oh, I you know, I need to make sure that I get all of the fives before anybody else gets the fives because that's that's you know the strategy i'm getting fives and then eights or something and then boom then i win like just jackpot and you know the the ghost of elvis himself pops out and is like viva you know and then boom i win um like it's it, yeah yeah it, it is wow that's that's you know that's what happens when you when you win big in match coral uh but <laughs> but it's just like uh, the with with the expansion in it brings in this like this certain level of of just deviation where you take all of the cards and you kind of shuffle them up into this one really big stack of whatever and you just deal eight or ten of them or twelve of them what have you out onto the table and it's like boom this is what's available right now and then as soon as someone buys a card it refills uh which like i said in, in all honesty it, it makes the game a lot more enjoyable just because you don't you don't feel like oh well, i didn't win the race so i'm kind of screwed i'm not saying that that happens in every game and like sometimes you get a reasonable amount of dispersion of the the more powerful buildings but there you go um with that being said it's it's still a fun game it's a very very easy game to play especially if you're just playing with the base game without the expansion and i think it's something that you could honestly teach anybody young or old um and and that's a that's a big plus for it like it it has it has a lot of 
flexibility in that regards. But the downside of that, with it being so easy, is that it also gets a little bit same same as if you're playing with with just the base game and you're just like, oh, this these same twelve buildings over and over and over again. Like I I would really love something else. So I take that take that as you will. Uh, I'm not you know I'm not saying that it's a bad game because it's basic. I'm just saying it's it's very basic. <laughs> That was uh, a very epic explanation. What? What was um, with Elvis? Yes. FIFA and the basic, Las basic. Vegas. Basic, basic, basic. Basic. Yeah, basic, it's just basic. it's it's like it's like vanilla bean frappuccino with my Uggs basic. on Instagram. Basic. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, I just had two kids walk into my recording studio and hear vanilla bean frappuccino and just be like, "Oof, not even." What do you What do you got, Debbie? I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to get rid of these guys. <laughs> All right. So for me, um, this is like, it's a super nostalgic game for me. Uh, this is one of kind of one of those first ones that, um, Adam introduced me to. Um, and, uh, I have very distinct memories of playing this out at the cabin, uh, you know, having, you know, having a lot of fun and, and, and just kind of, I don't know, playing around with this game. It is extremely basic. Um, it does. I, I I've heard a lot of really good things about the um, legacy version of this game, so I'm kind of curious about that. Just because uh, there are, you know, a, a lot of people that I've uh, I've seen say that it's you know easily one of the um, greatest things that that could have happened to this game was that they went into a legacy version um, because it did such um, it, it did bring about a very different uh, side to this game. So I'm kind of really curious about that. Um, it's really, you know, light, uh, lighthearted. Um, you, I mean, everybody's in the same position. You're basically gambling. Like Thomas said, I, um, you're hoping for the best on the die, uh, when you roll them and, uh, you know, everybody, like I said, is, is really in the same boat. Um, and we're, we're all kind of, um, at the, yeah, at the, um, mercy the die roll thank you thank you that's it lady fate <laughs> the slot yeah, machine I, it's just it it's kind of one of those one of those things that you just you know i we're all in the same boat doesn't really matter um and it just you know it allows you to kind of sit back and and kind of have some fun with it so no oh, there's a lot of nostalgia for me with this game like i said and uh i'm I, I am very curious. I know that, like Thomas said, uh, this is one of his wife's favorite games or is his wife's favorite game. Um, so I know that that, you know, easily potentially maybe hear about how the legacy game is. Maybe, maybe uh, if they, you know, go that route, maybe one day, because I am I am very curious actually to know uh, how it how it's done. So, yeah, I'm I yeah, it's, I, it's a great starter beginner game, in my opinion. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Have you tried the the legacy game? No, I've heard that it's um, I heard that the the legacy game has brought a lot to um, this board game. And so I'm, yeah, I, I, I heard like I heard like one quarter of your comment yeah. on that. And I was like, I wonder if she's talking about it. but I wasn't sure if you'd played it or not. So no. No, I'm really curious about it. I'm kind of yeah. hoping that Anna can take care of that for me and tell me if it's good. Okay. <laughs> well, your comments about the legacy version makes me think that I should just like casually mention it to my wife and then maybe <laughs> it'll, it'll just, just magically like, arrive. Happen to show up here, right? 
it is i like i said i there's a lot of people that have said it's brought complexity to the game um and it kind of bumps it up a little bit and it makes it kind of just that much more enjoyable so i don't know i you can't really go wrong with that i don't think complexity who wants that Well, I, like you said, after a while, rolling die over and over and over and, and over, over again. Yeah. I, yeah. There's a point where it gets to where you're just like, hey, what now? Yeah, for sure. Like, and I echo what Adam said, like, base game is like, you know, uh, it's it's okay, right? It's great for It's great for introducing people to a new game and like, you know, probably really good if you're getting drunk on a patio because it doesn't require a whole ton of explanation and you can kind of just like guide everyone through it but like it really does need the harbor expansion after like your fifth playthrough i'd say just because like after after the initial shine of you know slot machine fun times wears off you're kind of just like well i should just probably just buy as many blue buildings as i possibly can and then just wait for everybody to roll those numbers and then scoop up a bunch of cash right yeah the harbor expansion makes it so that it's diverse enough that like you can't always do that you sometimes have to go with other stuff so it's it's a necessity in my opinion because it's just you're not going to get much longevity out of machikoro without it true yeah i for sure true for sure. Other than that, like... Well, and that's like I was saying, right? Like, it's all nostalgia for me, and it's, you know, sitting out at the cabin, playing it. I just... When I think of Machikoro, that's what I think of. So, I don't know, for yeah. me, it's... Yeah, I... Great memories of it. It's a good introductory game, right? Like... Yeah, and I think for me, it's also a good one just because, like... I can play it with my parents because my parents like to roll dice and, you know, are okay with a very low level of complexity. And I'll probably be able to play with my kids because they can roll dice and I can just hand them tokens. So it's it's probably good for, for that as well. Haven't tried it, but I bet it'll be good. <laughs> True. And it's yeah. cute. And it's it's colorful and it's fun looking and it's a nice little game, right? It's, it's, it's good. Yeah. It's a good little game. It is. I mean, it's it's a game I haven't played in a really long time, so it was kind of nice to, you know, kind of bring it out again and play it. Yeah. It's, you know, when you have this many board games, I think that's kind of the downside, right? <laughs> you get caught yeah. in Cult of the New. Yeah. Cult cult of the New, things that need a flatbed truck to get delivered to your house via Kickstarter. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah. Like... Speaking of that, and, and I know that, that some of our listeners will probably be interested in this. There's For those of you who are, are tracking the uh, Gloomhaven 2.0, a.k.a. Frosthaven, they have now released the MSRP for it. And not only will you need um, a flatbed to bring it to you, but you will also need a line of credit to afford it as the MSRP has been listed uh, officially at 250 U.S. dollars. Just a just a tidbit. It just came out. Uh, the The information just came out probably three, three or four days before this recording. So um, there you go. Passing it on. You heard it here first. Two hundred and fifty bucks. Well, unless you heard it somewhere else first. But shh, enough. That's not about Magikoro, but I, I thought I felt it was definitely worth mentioning, <laughs> especially as we talk about Cult of the New. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, 
I'll be able to play my mostly untouched version of Gloomhaven as well as my probably continue to be untouched version of Frosthaven eventually. I'll just they'll just sit on a shelf together, pristine and and uh, uh, unblighted by the sun. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, I think your resale on that's going to be pretty decent. <laughs> if I, yeah, especially if I don't fucking open it. It's true. Well, it's I. It's kind of it's tough because you end up with those games that end up on like you have digital copies of them, right? Yeah, and that in some ways, especially when you have a game that's like like when you have so much fiddly stuff and you have so many cards that you have to like. Oh yeah, flip through and do all that kind of stuff, right? Like it having a digital version is kind of nice. Like and it's very similar actually to when we were playing Magikoro, the game that um or the mod that we had was automated and so it like took all your coins for you and it did all that kind of stuff and so you could just like watch your little money pile magically i grow or shrink just get dumped (laughs) on by with five gold coins yeah like it entirely depends who you were in this scenario if you were me i assure you you were losing (laughs) coins um But yeah, that's, I don't know. A game like Machi Koro, I think actually really benefits from a, a digital implementation as it, as again, it, it just kind of takes care of the fiddly bits that you don't really care that much about. It's like, oh, like you, I mean, you have the pile of coins in front of you and they're counted in front of you and you're like, okay, I'm going to buy this building. Okay. I'm going to count out my two coins. Okay. And now I'm going to take my building. Whereas you can just like grab the building in the, at least in the, in the version we played, you just grab your building, you slap it down in your area. It automatically deducts the coins for you. Um, and like you, you can, it, you know, it, like you, you click the button to roll the die or whatever you roll the die. And, and a lot of your buildings are just automated in that regard. So you don't need to worry about, um, that corner case of like, Oh, well, you know, somebody's stealing and there's different colors of buildings that are triggering. So what happens when, and, uh, it's, it, like I said, it, it really does a, a nice job of just taking care of some of that. And I, I really think like we did this on tabletop sim. I think it would be that this is a prime candidate for a, a board game arena treatment. Uh, looking at you asthma day. So uh, just, you know, like, like this is one that would it just really lends itself to automation and it really does make it more of that slot machine feel. So I guess <laughs> some of you can scratch that itch if you, if you are so inclined. Hmm. <laughs> Probably a better investment than a slot machine, for sure. I was also pretty baffled that this wasn't on anything other than, like, some shady mod on Steam Workshop. Seems like like one of those ones that would be super easy to fire up on the board game arena. Well, and honestly, like, I I, I mean, I could be just completely talking out of my ass here, but, like, I I think that this could, could easily become, like, a mobile app. Yeah, right. For sure. Like, like I, I, th- I think if that- I had, uh, if I had a bunch of time on my hands, I could probably make that happen. Oh, there you go. See, I, I'm not, I'm not <sighs> programming sound in the slightest, but I think that this would be a, this has potential to be a pretty sweet little mobile app that you could do and. I don't know, like pass and play or or what have you. Anyways. I honestly thought you said ass and play <laughs> instead of pass and play. That's a different that's a different play store that you gotta yeah, go that's to, right. to find the ass and play. <laughs> Sorry, that was just very shocking. Uh- hmm. <laughs>
Yeah, you're right. It's not on here. Weird. Missed opportunity. Right? Yeah. 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 Seems seems like a no brainer. Like I, I think that that's just a license to print money, right? Like you charge someone four ninety nine <laughs> or something. Like here, four ninety nine. Download this digital version of a of a game. Like I mean, it retails for. I mean, I can only guess probably around twenty to twenty five U S dollars ish. Like I. I so i mean to get to get five bucks off a digital app or whatever like i mean it's again it's it's easy money man easy money i'll let you know when it's done yeah fair enough (laughs) let's go to reviews and start to wrap this up uh so for me like would i keep this in my collection yeah i'll keep it in my collection like it's not like just with the base game alone it's probably nothing to super write home about but because it is so simple but you know, my wife loves it. I can play with my kids. I can play with uh, my parents. We have the expansion. I can't see myself getting rid of it. If you like really simple games, you just need something to sort of fill that niche. It's it's one to, it's one to check out for sure. It's it's very colorful. It's very nice. It's very simple. It's a it's a good little game. Uh, Debbie, what do you think? So for me, um, I, this one has I think gone out the door already. We did uh, we did own this. Um, we just don't. I honestly, we don't have a place for this really. Um, we yeah. I it's not a game that we play. Let George play it. <laughs> I, yes. <laughs> It's, I don't know. Like, I mean, it's, it's unfortunate, right? Like I, it's kind of sad that, that we don't, that we don't play it, but in the same context, it's, you know, it's super simplistic. I am, like I said, really actually quite interested in the legacy version of this game. Um, be pretty interested to hear how that guy, how that one goes, but, um, it's, it's just a great introductory game. I, I'm on a five point scale. This one's easily, um, a five out of five for me. There is not a whole lot downside to this, um, beyond your kind of typical, you know, it, it, it's going to get old. I, you can't really avoid that, unfortunately. Um, but the uh, expansions, like you guys said, do kind of add a little bit more to it and they do, you know, um, make it just a little more interesting and a little more fun to play. So I, for me, I'd recommend it for anybody, really, especially if you're new to the to the hobby. It's a good one to bring up to the table. Uh, Adam. Yeah, uh, I'm I rock the 10 point scale. And for me, the if we're talking about the the base game just on its own, it's like a about a five point two with that point two coming from having an excellent description. <laughs> um, the the reason behind that is just like it's it's too same same. Like you play it about five times, so maybe approximately two and a half hours of gameplay, and you're just like, wow, I've literally seen everything this game has to offer. Um, great. When you add the expansion into it, however, it turns into like. I don't know, like a, like an 8.7, like an 8.7, like a, again, <laughs> point 0.2 for having an excellent description. Wow. Wow. Still, still carrying that point 0.2. We'll still before, carry the huh? point 0.2. Absolutely. Uh, it'd be like an 8.5 without the point 0.2, but it, it's, it's really a lot better. Um, and like, it's one of those games where I, I do personally feel that like the expansion is almost mandatory in order to, to have a, a, yeah. a, a really reasonable experience with it. Um, yeah, I, I, I too am interested. I know that there's another expansion out there. I think it's called like millionaires row or something was a, was a second expansion that got released for it. Yeah, we had that too. Did we? I know Thomas does. Cause I get, I know we've played it. Yeah. I'm sure it's, it's somewhere. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. I don't remember it I don't necessarily. Remember. Yeah. I don't remember playing yeah. it. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, or maybe just an indifferent thing. Uh, but it like, 
Look, look at, the, at the end of the day, it's a good game. It's a good game. Definitely get the expansion. I think the, the expansion is mandatory. Um, yeah, yeah, excellent. I'd be, inter- yeah. I too would be interested in the in the legacy version. I know the reason that like we got rid of it is this that we have you know even like Debbie's parents. Um, we've kind of moved past something that basic. Uh, Debbie and I don't have kids, so we don't we don't really have the the kid teaching the kids how to play board games scenario um but yeah like like we yeah we kind of push more towards like lanterns uh except azul etc etc parks yeah still a good game yeah 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 good game Mm -hmm. and now you just need to casually mention it to your wife just casually mention it hey we were talking about that uh legacy machi koro i don't know if you've heard of that (laughs) i'm actually shocked that it didn't show up at some point i i am too i'm not gonna lie we had like a like just another box of stuff show up today just like mostly ah. escape room and exit stuff and some stuff for the kids no machi Koro though <gasps> one game oh. about cats calico oh yeah i heard that's really good oh yeah i've actually heard decent about that too yeah my my wife doesn't really like cats so i don't know i don't know how that got involved i don't know what that was about <laughs> yeah i'll have to ask about that one is that is that like our, our a new a new segment we add to this thing is just like what showed up on your doorstep this week? <laughs> yeah, yeah, pro- probably. I mean, it doesn't happen as often as it used to, but it could probably still be a thing for sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, well, if we, you know, I added Century and Endless World, a Century Golem Edition, Endless World to our collection this week. Is that all one thing? Sorry. So okay. So so the, oh god it's so there's Century Spice Road question. many many people a lot of almost everyone well not almost everyone a lot of people are familiar with Century Spice Road so backing uh-huh. on the it's on it's on uh board game arena right i have i have the golem edition is endless whatever the so fuck there's you said. two is that- there's two expansions but they're not expansions in this in like the normal sense of you know you need the base game to play them like each one of the ex- the quote-unquote expansions are their own standalone games but you can combine them together to create like they're they're all compartmentalized and there's rules where if you have all three of the games so there's um century golem edition century uh uh, it's like golem edition eastern mountains and then century golem edition endless world if you have all three of those games you can combine the bits and pieces they provide you with the rules uh in order to create seven different unique games by combining pieces which is kind of interesting i see it's yeah. Kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I now have two of the three. I'm missing the base Century Golem Edition, but I've just been like oh, watching our our like local that. buy and sell. And when somebody puts them up, I'm just like, hmm, price seems good. I'll take that off your hands. Thomas has the the original. Yeah. The, the so we could game. technically come with our powers combine. We are Captain Golem Edition. Combine them like like a Voltron of cardboard and poker chips into seven different and games. really cool ass uh, little gems like mm, abstract okay. sized um, little like gem tokens. Very cool. Very gotcha. Cool. Well, you can look forward to one or all of whatever we just said and probably whatever fucking cosmic encounter if we can ever figure out how to meet up together that's that's what you can look forward to but if you're not looking for stuff from the future you can find stuff from the past hey! uh because we have lots of good one we have we have lots of episodes uh over at uh over at our over at our website 
which I can't remember. The collapsing game shelf. No, the collapsing game shelf.com. I don't say that one very much. Mm. It's the, it's the Podbean no, website. It's fine. So you can go there if you want to find all of our other episodes. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Um, you can like and subscribe and give us a rating if you'd like. That'd be cool. You can share with a friend. That'd be also cool. That would also be cool. That's how English Pretty works. Cool. Um, <laughs> uh, and uh, if you want to send us any kind of constructive feedback, well, you know, Justin's not here. I'll just let Debbie do all those parts. Uh, all those parts. Um, and uh, if you want to get a hold of me, you can find me on Twitter at Team Rage Tom. And Debbie, what you got? All right. So you guys can get me at, at Mrs. Wynn. That's at MRSWHYN on Instagram and Twitter. Um, and you guys can get us as a group at. Um at CGS podcast on Twitter as well. Uh, or you can email us at, uh, the collapsing game shelf at gmail.com. Um, we'd love to hear from you guys. If there's games that you think we should try, let us know. Um, you, you know, there's always a relatively decent chance. One of us owns it. Um, and if not, there's always the internet. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Sorry. It's Monday. <laughs> Monday after a time shift. Ugh. Yeah. Well, we got to find a different day yeah. to do these. Is that what I'm hearing? No, it's a good day to do it because it like gets me going. I just mentally, I'm like, oh god. Yeah, yeah. No, I got you, Adam. It hurts. Adam, how about you? If you're looking to get a hold of me, you can catch me on social media at for the win f o r t h e w h y n. You can also catch Debbie and I on on Facebook with at ftw. Not at just ftw uh, barbecue and bakery. We're we're doing barbecue. We're doing bakery. It's coming back. Like springtime is is eventually going to get here in alberta canada the snow is going to melt it's not going to be minus 50 anymore Ugh. so we're <laughs> going to do some damn barbecue it's uh yeah it's coming back really soon if you're in the calgary area keep an eye on the facebook page and uh get all the info that you need about sweet sweet barbecue all right sounds good looking forward to it all right thank you so much for listening i hope you enjoyed this episode i hope you have a great rest of your day and we'll be back at you next week with something fun thanks again viva las vegas las vegas I hope we don't get copyright no, strike for that. Or God, some are shit. you kidding me? That's probably so off key that no bot's going to pick that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Have a little faith in yourselves.